What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there yo welcome to the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this where we challenge world views that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy the in the building right back in here another tuesday super excited as always to be coming through your speakers through your earbuds wherever you listen to the bar we're grateful that you're listening and like i do every week i love to start the show by thanking the listeners thank you guys for listening to the bar rocking with the bar sharing the bar we really appreciate that man five years and kicking and you guys are amazing and like I do every week, I bring in awesome guests. This awesome guest uh, is well overdue on my show. I will say that. We should have already done this. But I'm super excited to have on today my brother, Pat. How you doing, man? Hey, doing great. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for having me on. I've been uh, trolling you and stalking you. <laughs> so behind the scenes, it's finally good to actually talk with you and not just see pictures of your food. Yeah, uh, man. Pictures of you exercising, <laughs> posting your workouts. <laughs> So we have awesome. a long history, but we've never spoken. Right, right. That is that is too cool, man. That is too cool because um, you know I always uh, remember when I had your brother on, which we, we'll get into that. Uh, and he told older, me, wiser, <laughs> more insightful brother. Yeah, I've been in his shadow for a long time. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But I remember okay. him mentioning uh, having a brother, and then I remember my really good friend Virgil posting a pic, sending me a picture of you and him on bikes. And I'm like, what is going on? How you got this connection? And I don't like, <laughs> that's funny. Virgil was my neighbor. He just moved out of the, moved out of the neighborhood. So yeah, man. I uh, just talked to him yesterday via text. I'm going to send him some special super Gnostic coffee supplies. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Pat, man, let's go ahead and jump in, uh, introduce yourself uh, to the listeners. Those that might not know who you are. Uh, you got the floor to do that right here. Sure. My name is Pat Abendroth, and uh, I live here in Omaha, Nebraska. And I have was converted in college when I was at the University of Nebraska at Lincoln. I've been a pastor now at Omaha Bible Church for about 23 years. I love it. Love the church. Love to serve there. Um, just love being a part of it. And I'm married to Molly. We've, we're going to celebrate our 30-year anniversary this summer. Awesome. So that's big. And uh, five kids, three out of the house, two in the house, uh, having a great time. Love my kids, love my family, love my wife, love church ministry, love Omaha Bible Church, love the saints, love theology, 
And if I'm not doing those sorts of things, I'm probably pedaling a bicycle mm-hmm. because I have an addic- addictive personality. So uh, <laughs> got a 60, six, well, 60, I don't know, metric. So a 100 kilometer race on Saturday. Oh. And then training for another one coming up in San Diego that's 130 miles. Wow. So my dad would say, you have some screws loose in your head. <laughs> <laughs> that is, so that that's is, who I am. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I, hats off. My listeners can't see it, but I'm saluting you for the biking thing. Uh, <laughs> I have a little uh, uh, exercise bike that I get on every now and again. And that saddle be whooping me, man. I just uh... <laughs> <laughs> I see you post the workouts though, so yeah. I I like it. Yeah, I man. like it a lot. I, I I be I'm trying to get there, man. I'm trying to get there, um, but but that's really cool. So I want to jump in, man. Um, you know, let's you know a lot of local pastors listen to this show, and I love to uh, kind of give like a genesis of going into ministry. So take us back to you know that that. Uh, call to 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 God first, but you know, and then the call to ministry, and uh, let's kind of walk down that path. Okay, sounds good, Dwayne. So I was raised in a church that didn't teach the Bible, and then I went off to college, and someone had the audacity to question my faith and mm. offend me. So I'm so thankful for that right. because then I started reading the Bible, and to be honest with you, I was pretty angry. I thought I went to church my whole life, and I don't know anything. Mm. So the Lord used that, I think, in my life to study. I was starting to look into going to seminary for all, probably the, all the wrong reasons, um, getting material in the mail as a college student. And thankfully, the Lord didn't allow that to happen. Thankfully, the Lord introduced me to good, sound Bible teaching through, my, through people like my brother, Mike. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's sending me cassette tapes. Uh, people, <laughs> listeners might not know what those are. Right. Um, some of them. But... <laughs> some of them might not know. That's real. <laughs> so learning and growing, being introduced to expository preaching. And so I knew I wanted to do that. Mm. And eventually, um, oh, I, I should back up. I served at a local church for a couple of, couple of years. And I was really grateful for that mm-hmm. because I, I was able to figure out giftedness and have it affirmed or not affirmed. And without that, I, I think I would have been very mistaken about ministry and call to ministry. Wow. So I think it makes you vulnerable because they may give you the thumbs down. Mm, yep. But that would, be, that would be better and money uh, well not spent. <laughs> so I was grateful to have affirmation, to go off to seminary, to be further trained, come back to the local church, further training. So... Um, I'm really thankful for those who had patience with me and allowed me to teach and give me feedback and mentorship. So grateful for those sorts of things. Wow. And to this day, I love it when as a local church, we send men to seminary mm-hmm. instead of having them decide on their own mm-hmm. because they have a spring in their step, I think, mm-hmm. knowing they were, they were sent by a local church. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's huge, man. Like you said, it uh, affirms, you know, something. Um, and then it, it the having that affirmation, and then, like you said, uh, if if you're not affirmed, then then it's not a waste. You know, it's not a you know, you're not just sending somebody just cause. You know. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a, I think that's awesome. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of you know people, especially that glorify church plant. I always make jokes about those guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're they're doing it uh, with, without that affirmation. Not saying it can't be done, but you know, just that backing of you know, people knowing that you're called to minister. I think that's huge. Yep. It'll really help in the long run. I think even through the trials and mm-hmm. difficulties, 
having a sense of, I, I didn't just feel something. I mm. didn't just sense something myself. Right. And I, I do think it is a problem in one sense because people aren't used to Christians loving theology, loving the Bible. Right. And all of a sudden, if you have a, a heart for learning, people say, oh, are you going to be a pastor? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just a Christian. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. So uh, the funny story, you know, we were having a, um, a yard sale. And I was, we were trying to ditch those uh, bad theology books. <laughs> we was ditching all those, uh, you know, Best Life Now and all that stuff we used to have. And uh, someone saw my current relationship. It's like, oh, you're, are, you, are you a minister? Or no, I just, I just like to read and I'm a Christian. Right? I'm a Christian. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. Right. That, that, that rings such a, a huge bell with me, man. Because like you said, in most circles, they think if you study anything theological, then you necessarily have to be a minister or a pastor. So that's that's definitely huge, man. So, Amen. So I'm glad we think the same way about that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So tell me, man, Omaha, Nebraska. I used to teach uh, Virgil and T. Barlow. Said so they were the only two black guys there. Tell me about the the demographic there, and you know, being that you know a pastor at the church in that area. Tell me about, you know, I guess, what are some of the things and challenges you might have faced in that area? Sure. Uh, Omaha has lots of Roman Catholics, Mm. a fair amount of Lutherans. I went to a high school that was probably, I don't know, 70% white, Mm -hmm. 30% black. Next door neighbors were one white on one side, black on the other side. So (laughs) that's probably not very normal, but that was my upbringing. So challenges in Omaha, it's just, I, I like Omaha because it's fairly conservative mm-hmm. as far as politically, but theologically it's a mess mm-hmm. and lots of people go to church and don't know Christ. Obviously right. we're not like Bible belt or anything like that. At least people don't say they're um, at least, at least here, most people, if they're not a Christian, they'll, they'll acknowledge that. Gotcha. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. So, right. but speaking of Omaha uh, and Virgil, I, somebody told me to listen to you know these 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 guys and their podcast because it was MLK fifty and oh, yeah. Gospel, Co- yeah. Gospel Coalition thinks it's a great idea and what a godly man uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not not that the Lord didn't use him to do great things. Right. 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 But, right, right. but bad theology. No. No. Uh, no need to explain on the bar. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're you're amongst family here. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm listening to these guys. I'll never forget. I'm in my garage working on a bike or something late at night. And the one guy refers to the other guy as Omaha all the time. And I thought, why is he calling him Omaha? Right. And then he said, you may be wondering why I'm calling Virgil Omaha. He's in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm. And I, I, if I had a drink in my mouth, I spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, I couldn't believe it because they were talking about, it was resonating. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were so solid and right mm-hmm. on about what they were talking about. And I thought, this guy lives in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> so, because, it, you know, it's a, Maybe a million people, but the, the Bible-believing kind of reformed world is small. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I Google, I Google him, and, and there's Virgil on staff at a church that's not known for reformed theology. Yep. Let's just put it that way. Yep. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. So I reached out to him. Um, you know, he, 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 you know he, he stiff-armed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we got together for lunch. He wasn't sure what I was up to. Right, right. So I think he had a spidey senses up. Yeah, yeah, Virgil's so, definitely uh that's that's my six cent man. I run everything yeah. by him. That's for sure. So, but we had a great lunch and then it struck up a friendship. Uh, I remember I brought him Christless Christianity by Michael Horton. Mm-hmm. Just I thought I'm going to give him a gift. I don't know if he's going to like it or not. If he doesn't like it, we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
and we, we've become good friends. So I really, really am thankful for him. And I didn't realize you, you were kind of behind all of this in a certain sense. Yeah, man. Um, actually when I started a Facebook page called be not deceived, um, I ran across Virgil. He used to do this thing called false teacher Friday, um, uh, where okay. he would post videos of false teachers. And so I met him now, shoot, we about to come up on maybe eight years ago. And, um, I, me and him was, were already friends because of that. And then okay. I interviewed Daryl. And uh, when I heard Daryl speak about, you know, wokeness and social justice, I was like, man, that sounds like what Virgil's always talking about. And then I was like, man, you know, both ex-military, both kind of that same. And yeah. I, I put them together, man. I, and uh, the rest is history by the grace of God, for sure. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, man. I like it. I, I don't know how many times my listeners heard that story, but I don't I don't mind telling it. <laughs> I, I like hearing it. I, I miss having Virgil in the neighborhood driving by. I typically I don't know why I say, yo, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that next time I talk to him. <laughs> it's a, I guess it's just a rocky thing. I've yeah, seen Rocky too yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah. So So man, let's let's talk about um let's talk about that podcast, man, which to me came out of nowhere. And somebody sent it to me, and I was like, wait a minute. I am loving this first, and then this is Pastor Pat, too? Oh, okay. Let's talk about oh, this nice. podcast, man. What, where did this come from, man? What, talk sure. Thanks for, the, thanks for the kind words. I appreciate that. So I do something at the church called Theology for Breakfast, mm. and there's no breakfast, just theology. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I would be mad. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I've had guys come before and say, where's the breakfast? I'm like, it's theology. It's in the name, pal. Uh, so we have really good coffee, but that's about it. So anyway, actually Virgil used to come to that as well. So nice. anyway, 6.30 in the morning, once a week. I thought I started in 2006. I thought there'd be a handful of guys and now there's like 50 men that come and we have a great time. But it's, and it's not male only kind of content, but mm-hmm. I just want something for the guys. So a lot of women are like, I want in on that. And, mm-hmm. and other people say, would you record it? And I don't really want to. So I thought this would be easy to do if we just talk about the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let your hair down a little bit. So the pactum was birthed out of kind of, uh, why not talk about some of these other things that aren't sermons? Mm-hmm. Uh, be a little bit more candid. So we've been having a great time, but it's been daunting. As you, I mean, as only you would know. Sure. Um, I remember hearing years ago by a, a mentor and they said, uh, a well-known preacher, and he said, you need your first year, you need to work really hard and set the bar high, no pun intended, <laughs> bar high, uh, set the bar high at preaching because then you won't be able to get out of it. You'll have to keep you know, showing up. <laughs> so I don't think the pactum is great. I'm not trying to say that, but we at least tried to work really hard to have the first 20 episodes be decent. And now, now, I, f- now I feel like we bought a dog. Yep. We have to walk the dog. You're stuck. <laughs> we have to feed the dog. So it's my new part-time job. Yes. I've been prepping for all that. Yep. So Dwayne, Dwayne, you know all about it, right? I do. I do, man. And, and you know, again, you guys, y'all brought it, you know. Um, I, that's sweet of you to say. Yeah, no, that's, that's legit. Like, that, my people know I don't, I don't just give out compliments. Uh, and, and I'm a, a student of the podcast game and uh, quality audio everything was just like boom 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 on point and and I could I was just like man that's that's good like I I, <laughs> I was excited man cuz it means a lot it means a lot coming yeah so, man seriously. I was I was excited man and and what I loved was um the 
it was, I guess, kind of like your uh, the- theology for breakfast. It was very, you know, uh, informative, but it was also, it had a, a nice flow to it, you know, as if, you know, as in a conversation. Uh, and and, and I, I definitely love that. We're going to have a link in the show notes so my listeners could check it out if they're not already subscribed. But um, Super. Thank you. And so, I love to talk about Reformed theology. I love yeah. I, there's such a big need, um, you know, law and gospel distinction. So many, I didn't learn that for the longest time. Yes. And I think I was doing expository preaching in a, in a, in a non, kind of a non-Protestant way. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say. Yeah. So yeah, no. it's, it's good tackling some of the, some of those things. Also, I like to not have to work in every controversy into sermons where they don't belong, <laughs> you know, but you, you need an outlet. Yep. So it's a good outlet for that. For sure. So. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always advise pastors to uh, to have podcasts. I mean, if, if it was nothing more just to expound on their sermon, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and give, you know, your 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 um, your list. I mean, not list listeners, but your your congregation more content, because when they leave Sunday then you know, they look forward to something else. So uh, that 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 this whole idea is just. You know, makes me smile. It's, it's it's like somebody was listening to me when I was fussing about. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, that's good. That's, awesome, you're a trail. Brother. You're a trailblazer. Awesome. Well, praise God for that, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Jacob, host of The Broken Bones Podcast, where we rejoice in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ and proclaim the gospel. I hope you will join us as we study God's Word, as we address current issues inside and outside of the church from a biblical worldview, and as we better prepare ourselves to be able to share the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. All right, we're back in here with my brother, Pat, man. And Pat, you know what comes on this side of the show. These are the bar signature questions. I uh, hope you studied. I do. I'm well informed. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, getting nervous. All right. These are the three questions I ask all of my guests, whether it's your brother, whether it's, uh, I don't even know, Daryl Harrison. I can, I can put his name amongst those names now. I just thought about that. Uh, whether it's anybody's been on the show, they have been asked these questions. So the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? You guys always talk about country. People say <laughs> they hate country and then you de- you defend country. Yes. So it seems to come up so often. I have to say, I despise pop country. Uh, I, but I, the deep, the deep tracks, the, yeah. the, the real old school, uh, Nikki Lane today, mm-hmm. Coulter mm-hmm. Wall today. Almost like they're making fun of it, but they're not. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that kind of country. Okay. I like it when uh, other bands that are not country bands sing country songs. Mm, gotcha. Which, which brings me into, uh, I'm, an, I'm an 80s alternative guy. I right. work for a major, major label as a college student as mm-hmm. their alternative rep. And so I'm stuck in the 80s. <laughs> I, 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 want, I want a lot of things for my kids and more important things, but I want them to pray the prayer and ask 80s alternative music into their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, R.E.M., The Clash, 
YouTube um, bands like that. I like a lot. So Got it. I like classic rock is good as well. Sure. Oh, really old Rolling Stones where it was more blues ish. Mm-hmm. Exile on Main Street. When we did the Pactum, I said to Mike Grimes, I said, play me some music, Mr. Mister Musician, that sounds like super old school Exile on Main Street Rolling Stones. So okay, that's in, intro and outro inspiration. I got it. I can, I can actually, I, I can catch that a little bit now that you say that. Okay, good. Okay, good. All right, good deal. All right, next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? I've got a stack of books over here, but right now I'm reading this gem of a little book called The Assurance of Faith by Louis Burkoff. It's just a little, little tiny thing. And I'm prepping for a podcast on assurance. And it's really good. It's really helpful. Um, Burkoff's talking about, well, you, you didn't ask me about that. So <laughs> I, I'm reading that right now. Um, That's awesome. Uh, you know, Daryl and Virgil did an uh, episode on assurance uh, that was phenomenal. I think they'd spent I, about two and a half, three hours on that thing. I remember when he was prepping for it. So yeah. I, think, I think assurance has fallen on hard times. Mm-hmm. And somehow we read First John, which is designed to give us assurance. And we say, here are all the tests you're failing. Right. First John is First John is about taking away assurance. Right. So, all wrong. So, yeah, Burkhoff would would argue to the opposite. Gosh. I also have a book here called The Unfolding Word by Zach Keel. It's mm-hmm. basically um, biblical theology for lay people, mm-hmm. and I consider myself a lay person when it comes to <laughs> biblical theology. Nice. So it's a lot easier than Voss or something like that. So um, reading that, and then this summer I'm hoping to read Triumph of the Lamb. By Dennis Johnson in the book okay. of Revelation. Sweet, sweet list. Those are, those are on my, my stack right here. All right, man. So last thing is your bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? And you can't name the bar. <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, sermons, I really enjoy on a Saturday afternoon when my prep is done. Gonna just gonna exhale, go jump on a mountain bike or something, and typically I'll try to find a Sinclair Ferguson sermon Bergy. on the text. Yeah, on the text I was preaching. Yeah, or I'm I am preaching. I love Sinclair. I love his preaching. I love it that he he talks about having a gospel tincture to your sermons if you're a gospel preacher. Mm. So a, a sense, kind of a flavor, mm-hmm. and so I really appreciate him. So I like to listen to him when it comes to sermons. When it comes to podcasts, I listen to, you know, who I really like, who people don't often think of would be um, Victor Davis Hanson. When it comes to politics Mm -hmm. and history and war, he is really insightful. He has one called The Classicist. So I I highly recommend him. Nice. Uh, I listen to Shapiro just about every day, unless I want to be in a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, I, I found I, I have Shapiro on Snapchat and uh, you, you get about 15 seconds, 15, 20 seconds of it. And you get all you need to know because he talks really fast and then you still don't feel angry, or upset. <laughs> right. Oh, it's just hard sometimes because there's lots of bad news. So, exactly. Um, I listen to my brother's show, No Compromise. Yep. Uh, I listen to some cycling podcasts, cycling tips, things like that. I like I listen to Heidelcast. I listen to Office Hours. Uh, I listen to The Forward. Have you ever listened to The Forward? No, I haven't. So I'm not the biggest Lance Armstrong fan. Um, okay. But when it comes to being a good interviewer, mm-hmm. I think Lance does a really good job. Really? Recently, he, inter- uh, he interviewed the woman who they, based, uh, they made the movie Molly's Game mm-hmm. uh, about poker. 
And I'm not endorsing the ethics or um, the vulgar language of it, but she has a fascinating story and he interviews her and does a great job. Nice. That's what I'm up to. I'm a podcast junkie. I love podcasts. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to check out the forward, man. I'm I'm always, like I said, I'm a student of the game. So I always like to listen to good interviewers and, you know, just kind of check that kind of thing out. I really appreciate that. So, Pat, man, listen, uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. This has been awesome. Have to shout out the ladies from Chasing Truth Podcast uh, that hooked me up. Um, I think it was Grace that uh, connected us. Uh, Had to shout them out. Um, awesome. They're sweet ladies. They're yeah. church members. I love them very much. Yeah. Sweet, sweet young women. Yes, yes. They are members of the Bar Network. So that's another reason to check them out, uh, yeah, that, the Chasing Truth Podcast. Really phenomenal job that they're doing. Um, so, Pat, man, before we get out of here, I'm going to give you the floor to leave us with a word of encouragement or anything like that. And also let us know where to find your podcast or you and all of that. Sure. You can find us. Uh, thepactum.org is our website for the podcast. Thepactum.org. We're on Instagram as well. We're on Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter, Pat Abendroth, uh, at Pat Abendroth. So pretty easy to find us. And encouragement would be, Dwayne, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God, present possession, absolutely amazing. We can have assurance at the beginning of our Christian experience. It doesn't have to wait till the end after we've done enough good. The Lord Jesus Christ has merited everything that needs to be merited. We can rest in him. Judgment for the future is sure now. Those are the greatest words of encouragement that I could ever possibly know. Yes, sir. That 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 is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate that. To the bar listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar podcast. Make sure you check out your favorite podcast every Tuesday. Go to thebarpodcast.com. Also go to thebargear.com to get some bar gear. Also go to thebar.network to check out all the awesome shows in the network. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out.